Small businesses are crucial to our economy, but often overlooked as investment opportunities. Mainvest wants to change that. Discover how you can invest with impact and receive quarterly returns. Get $20 toward your first investment when you sign up at mainvest.com slash podcast. Mainvest is a licensed funding portal that offers investments under regulation crowdfunding and not a broker-dealer or investment advisor. Mainvest does not provide any investment legal, tax, or accounting advice. All of the investment opportunities on Mainvest contain risk. Investors should not invest more than they can afford to lose. Hey, what's up, friends? Today's guest is going to be one of my new friends named Noah Crawford, who's built one of the top video production companies located in North Carolina at the age of 21. Today, Noah's going to stop by and talk about some of the trials and tribulations and struggles that he's had building a successful video production company. So don't forget to subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, the Kids in the Room podcast. The Kids in the Room podcast. That's right. That's right. Brought to you by Move Faces. More time let's go. to get on the business. So definitely cool. Definitely cool. I don't know. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of work, man, to kind of go ahead and do this. You kind of came through a lot of, you know, different experiences, you know, building, you know, um, your company from almost getting shot, you know, when you're shooting stuff. Well, not not that crazy, but yeah, it's, I mean, uh, more guns pointed at me in my lifetime than I would have thought or I would have wished for, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it's just, it's just pretty wild. So, like, do you ever plan on moving out of North Carolina? I've been thinking about it. Um I don't know where that would be. I was thinking I, I transitioned from Raleigh to Charlotte, which is still in North Carolina. Um, but, you know, obviously with the baby arising out of Charlotte, I feel like that sparked a lot of stuff in that area, which I'm still not far from. It's a two hour drive for me to get over there. Um, as far as from here, I've been thinking about it. I've been looking around, uh, you know, I'm, I've been pondering Atlanta, uh, thought about Florida. Why Atlanta? Atlanta because, um, you know, super big in, in the rap industry uh they have tons of creative sets that i've seen they've got i mean nothing like we have i mean we've got like five photo studios and two warehouses and 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 you can rent like three high-rise apartments and that's it versus atlanta you can rent like a whole courtroom set or a jail set a lot of music video related stuff um and just and in the film industry in general and i've i've talked to a lot of people who moved there and they said they they didn't regret it so i'm i'm still doing more research on it but um depending on you know what I want, you know, we'll see. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I mean, I think, I think Atlanta's not too far from you. You can definitely make that move. Um, your five-year plan sounds pretty good. Um, I don't know, man. That's a, it's a really, it's a really hard thing to actually start your own business, you know, especially at a young age, but I think it's really cool that, you know, you're only 21 years old and you're, you've, you know, you've started your own business mm-hmm. in a small town or, or kind of a smaller town compared to, you know, your Atlanta, New York, and, you know, um, you know, places like, you know, LA and things like that. Um, I think right now, as you're doing um, video production, who are some of your favorite, I would say, who are some of your favorite, um, I guess, examples or idols? So I would say there's a few people I have in mind and, there's another few that I, I can't recall the names right now, but I've seen what I've seen the production that they've done. Um, so my first big, uh, my first big, I, I don't want to call him idol, but you know, my first big person I looked up to, his name was Jacob Owens. I actually bought my red camera from him. Um, that was pretty cool. 
So if you, you may know of him, uh, you know, lives in Arizona, does a lot of work in LA, has a production co- company called The Buff Nerds, and he's got several different businesses. Um, so that's that's something I look up to, the business aspect as well. So he's he's selling anything from lens filters to he's got a he's got a company that just sells LUTs. He's got aerial stock footage. I mean, all, all this kind of stuff. Um, and and as far as creativity, got to be Cole Bennett. Always something always something cool and unique coming out of him, whether it's effects or just set design in general. I like his stuff. I can't recall the, the name of the director who, who directed the box with Roddy Rich, but I think the production company is called blank square productions. Mm-hmm. That was, a, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of other recent work by them, but that's the only one that, that I, I can remember the name of the song that they shot music video for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that, those are pretty, pretty much my top three and, and, and yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So where are you living at right now in uh, North Carolina? So right now I just moved a month ago. I, before then I was living in a super small town called Rocky Mount. It's actually labeled as the fourth most dangerous small town in the U S at the wow. time. Um, which, what was that like growing up there? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I didn't live, I didn't live in the worst part. So I can't, I, I can't complain at all, literally, but it's super small. I mean, we have like three different stores and, and that's it. And basically for every shoot I had, I basically drove an hour plus. That's another thing as well. But right now I'm, I'm in Raleigh right now. It's the capital of North Carolina. I say, I like it. It's decent. I'm not used to having pretty much everything I want within 15 minutes away from me. Uh, I'm close to a lot of studios and I was basically coming here all the time for shoots anyway. So I figured, why not? I found a decent house. I'm renting. You know, we're good. So awesome. So, what would you say is your superpower? My superpower? Yeah. What would be your superpower? Like, if I were to have a superpower, or like with with like my my skill set with my your business. Set. My superpower would definitely be uh, create. I would say creativity slash originality. Because I feel like every project, even if it's something super simple where it's one location and it's a performance video, everything I do, I feel like is original and, and, and unique or I try to make it unique in some way. Uh, that, that's, I feel like, is my superpower. You know, besides my, my ability to get motivated, put my head down, put the work in. I mean, I went three months and I posted every single day on Instagram. And it wasn't just like a cell phone video. I was making content every single day. Um, and, and I, I feel like not, not a lot of people, like a lot, I, there's a lot of talkers and not a lot of executors. Mm-hmm. Um, so Do you, what, what stopped you from, I mean, did you want to give up, you know, when you were doing this, like, did you, was there a time where you wanted to give up and you felt like, Oh yeah, for I sure. I mean, yeah, for most, most definitely. Um, I, it, it, it was kind of hard. I mean, let me say this. I'm trying to remember, but there's only kind of one time where I kind of gave up. And I'd say a year ago, I was just having like a slow month. I had two slow months back to back. I was like, ah, you know, you know, screw it. I'm going to go. I'm going to see what's going on on Indeed.com. Are they hiring videographers anywhere? Is there like a unique position that I can do for a year or two to stack money and then try it, try it again? Um, and I only got one message back when I applied to six different places who were looking for creators of some sort. And they basically asked me, hey, why, why are you applying to us? If you've got all this other stuff going on, like they saw my Instagram, like, why are you working? I was like, you know what? You're damn right. You know? So I, I figured. How did they see your Instagram? Why? Well, I, I put it in the job application, my resume. Cause that's where my, most of my work was anyway. So okay. yeah. 
Um, they, and they, they were, they were confusing. I, I guess in a sense I was overqualified, uh, not to toot my own horn, but, uh, yeah. And that, and that, that kind of helped me realize, wait a minute, very few other people are, are doing this in my area, like, and, and have this level of execution that I, that I believe. So I just got put my head back down and got right back to it. And, and luckily I was able to keep doing it. So that's pretty cool. So what kind of advice would you give to other you know, um, entrepreneurs or, you know, people are interested in doing video production. I mean, cause I know a lot of people have access to cameras and phones and things like that. So people are shooting in, in different ways than they had to, um, previously. So there's a lot of like, um, there's, there's a lot less, uh, barriers, right. If you will. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the, just the capabilities and cost of these cameras keep going, the capabilities keep going up and the cost keeps going down. Right. So even if you have a, a relatively recent iPhone, I'd say you could start making money if you really wanted to. Um, I would say start as soon as you can. Start shooting whatever. Find find what you like to do and market it. Uh, and it's like I said, it's not necessarily about the camera. So worry more about the content before you worry about the specifically like the quality. Like, oh, is it is it 4K? Is it is it this and that? Worry about the content first. Um, and, and there's several different subfields in videography. So you got the wedding shooters, the, the commercials, the music videos. So there's, there's different avenues, but I feel like that's the most general advice that I can give that applies to all. Um, cause looking back, you're going to wish you started sooner anyway. Um, so I feel like that's a big thing. And going back to, it's more about content than gear. Once you've got, you'll know when you have enough, once you have enough gear, just stop investing for a while. You know, you, you know, it's, you run a business to make a profit. You don't want to keep investing in, in this gear because this this thing just came out and it's like 10% better than what you've already got and this and that. Um, so that's, that's what I would say. How did you know when to actually just like kind of say, all right, so I've got this, you know, I've got this gear, but yeah, yeah, yeah. should I not, you know, I, I should limit this, you know, how much I invest into it. How did you know what was that point? Uh, I feel like there's going to be a plateau when you, when you hit, you know, the, the, there's there's only a few main things that you really need: camera, lenses, lighting, audio. Once you have decent, like once you have decent equipment in in all those avenues, and then you know how you how you stabilize the camera. Once you have you know, you know those those five things, I feel like, uh, I mean, you're set to go. I would say go ahead and take that, do the best work you can with it, and once you hit that that, that roof of this is the best I can produce with this equipment, then it's time to upgrade. Right. That's what, I, that's what I would say. Right. But then you're also at that point too, you're also mentioning that you probably might be making profit or you might not. What do you mean? Like you said that, um, you, you know, it, it doesn't, I mean, Chris, for example, like you, you had told me that originally that you started, um, you know, you, what was like 50 bucks you said you were making when yeah. you first started doing some music videos and stuff like that, you were charging people. So at a certain point you weren't really making profit enough to buy the equipment. Right. So yeah, for I, sure. And, and that was probably, that was my, that was probably mainly just me not having enough knowledge to, to know how much to charge. So that was probably more on me. And like I said, I was in a small town area anyway, working with people from 16 to, to 25 years old. So a lot of times they didn't have the money anyway. So I was just taking advantage of the situation. I wasn't necessarily running a business in my mind at that, how early that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, how did you, but how did you kind of learn that? Was that from, you know, one of your, your, your business part or your, your strategic partner or like, 
No, I mean, it was just trial and error. I mean, I did do some research. Uh, I mean, I, I asked the people who I was friendly with, who were other videographers, hey, how much are you charging? Or some people would actually post their prices. Mm-hmm. And not that I, and I hate comparing myself to others, but to start out, I kind of just use it as a reference. Like, okay, they're charging that. Okay, that sounds, you know, something I'm comfortable with. So let me start charging this. And as I get better and more confident, I'll increase it. Uh, right. Gradually. So you kind of, you kind of saw what other people were doing or you, you know, kind of researched that. And then you kind of set your prices up to where you thought that you could probably, you know, get that future customer at. Pretty much. And I, and like I said, I raised them when the quality rose. And then when, when I bought more equipment, like, especially when I bought these tube lights, like I felt there's probably only like two other people who had these in North Carolina, uh, just because they're pretty expensive and not a lot. How much of are they? I bought a set of eight of them for five grand. Wow. So yeah, they're called, they're stereo tubes. They're pretty cool. They're rainproof. They connect to your phone. They can do any color pattern you want. And I mean, it's a, looks like a freaking lightsaber. Like what, you know, so it looks pretty freaking cool. So, uh, you know, it was a big, something like that. I feel like that was a super smart investment. You know, it was a lot super visual. People can understand, okay, he's got this. Let me pay extra hundred dollars for this guy mm-hmm. or extra $300 for this guy. So you Do you know. find yourself kind of addicted to buying new little, you know, gadgets? Because I mean, when you start, yeah. you start getting into things, you start, you know, buying a bunch of stuff and you just realize that, you know, hey, man, I've kind of, uh, you know, got too much shit around that. Well, not right now because now I got some, now I got bills to pay. Now I got rent to pay. Now I got health insurance to pay, water, power. So now it's like, let me not, let me not get that just yet. Um, and you're able to do this at 21, right? With your business. Very thankfully, yes, at 21 and still pay taxes and all the other bull crap. Um, but yeah, so. And when did it come to the point again when you started ma- making it profitable to where you can actually just. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of, I don't, I don't like throwing exact numbers out there, but for the longest time um, I was making, I mean, I was making anywhere from a thousand, fifteen hundred to like three grand a month. That was probably the good price range until. I invested in the business strategist. And then all of a sudden I started making six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven plus a month gross. And I was like, oh shit. So um and then so I and then I I, I just wanted to make sure that was those numbers were right. So I waited a couple more months. I was like, okay, now it's time to make the move out. Now I feel like, okay, boom, let me get to Raleigh. Let me take advantage of the area. Let me let me let me let me network. Let me save money on gas. Let me go out there. I'm all, I'm going. I'm driving an hour every day anyway. Um, and I and I pulled the trigger. Right. And do you look and back? Course, okay. So what were you saying? No, I was just going to say. And my mom was low key kicking me out anyway. So all right. Well, that always counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you look back right now and you 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 look at the trajectory of how you've you know been able to grow and it, is it amazing to you right now? Because you started off. You said like you had told me that. I st- you started off um, shooting, you know, uh, uh, two girls just basically dancing. And then after that, it yeah. spiraled down to other people just saying, hey, man, can you do my music video? And you were charging like 50 bucks for that. Yeah. And now you're, yeah. You know, you're able to, you know, rake in thousands. Yeah. I'm super, like I said, I'm super, I'm super grateful. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll go ahead and say the cliche. It's, it's kind of speechless when I, when I really think about it. Um, I know I've deserved it because I put in so many hours. However, I know the opportunities did not have to come. So right. that's, and you think, and you think that came because of your unique, you know, um, vision and resilience and 
just yeah. inspiration. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and 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 I guess come to a point every day, like every day, every day I wake up, I, I just I, I sit there for ten minutes, and I just I, I just feel very grateful. But yes, yeah, it's, it's really come from resilience, determination, and and the ability to invest in myself. Um, you know, dropping eight thousand dollars on a camera at twenty years old uh, with like no loans or anything, you know, it's pretty pretty crazy. So. Right. And you were in school and a community college and you, you dropped out. You were originally doing, you know, computer science and studying that. And then you just started picking up the knack for this, you know, yeah. for YouTube. And now you're, you're profitable and you're, you're making money and things like that. And I think that's pretty unique. Do you think that some of the things that you um, went through in your life kind of led you here? Like you, you mentioned that you're, you told me that your mom uh, or that you grew up in, excuse me, in a, in a, a single um, family household, right? Right, right. How yes. does it contribute to your vision and, and to you getting here? What do you think? Well, uh, this, this, I would say it's, it's, it's a relatively longer topic. So if you could give me a second, I'm going to grab my charger. I'm, I don't know why I wasn't playing yeah. before. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. One second. Yeah, it's totally okay. I forgot to fucking press record at one point. All right, all right, all right. I'm back. I said, yeah, that I was. I was telling you, I was like, yeah, man. I said that's okay. Take that break for a second because I'd actually, I had actually forgot to actually press record. I have so much stuff that's going on over here and so many different type of platforms recording, and then uh, you know my space or my hard drive and things like that, you know, I didn't have it synced up correctly. Like I need to have it normally and forgot to push record on here. So I wouldn't have double copies. I usually try to make sure I get a, a backup of everything. So are, are we good? Do we, do we have to restart? Oh, uh, no, we don't have to restart. We, okay. Okay. But I just might want to, we might want to just push it on a little bit longer so that we can have a little bit in depth. So I'm kind of going back around and okay. talking about some of the other things that we were talking off script, okay. um, which was, you know, kind of how you were telling me, like, I think like what we just, you know, when we just walked off, you know, you said that, you know, I'd ask you a question. I said, you know, how do you think growing up in a single family home might've affected you or helped you in some way be more resilient or persistent into, you know, being a go-getter and, you know, being 21 years old, you know, and having a profitable business. Well, cause that's unusual. Yeah, it is very unusual, and there's actually a, and there's actually something that happened relatively recently that um, that definitely helped with motivational wise that I, that I I wouldn't have been able to get through if I didn't have my business. Um, but I'll go ahead and hit the single parent uh, question first. I would say, as far as growing up in there, my experiences and how it formed me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've I've always been indifferent on the topic. I I really didn't. I didn't, I, I don't hate anybody. I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I'm still have a good relationship with my dad and everything. Um, <laughs> it's just, it was just a little, it's just a different situation. But something um, triggered you, you know, to think different and something triggered you to be resilient. Something triggered you to want to win. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you ever if, thought about if, that? If I, I've, I've really thought about it briefly. It's probably something I'm going to have to take a deep dive into because maybe something did trigger me. Um, but to be honest, like I said, that YouTube inspired me to get the camera. And then when someone asked me to shoot, it was almost as if 
I was just kind of bored and I was like, okay, let's just keep, let's just keep doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I grew to this like love for it. I, I, I reached over the past year and a half, I grew to this love and passion, like, okay, let's make this project the best we can. And I say that with every project, mm-hmm. um, but something happened. I believe it was, I don't know why I have a bad time of memory, but it's okay. Wait, I have one too. Okay, cool. So I, I'd either turn 19. I think I, I just turned 20. I just right. turned 20. And then a week later, my mom was hit head on by a drunk driver, 55 yeah, miles an hour. Yeah. So she's still recovering from that. Um, Condolences on that, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. She's, you know, she's, she's as well as she can be right now, which is good. But basically happened at 11 p.m. one night. And my mom was supposed to get back from a date she had. And at 3 a.m., we get a knock on the door. I answer the door in my underwear, and this two state troopers talking to me like, hey, I, you know, your mom's in an accident. She's okay. Um, she's at this hospital. Go see her. Uh, so I, I, I grabbed my third, uh, I don't know how old she was at the time, maybe 13, 13-year-old sister. Drove to the hospital. They gave me the name of County, but it, I, it was – there was two different hospitals. I didn't know which specifically it was. So I just took a guess and went to one, drove an hour, uh, waited a couple hours. Somebody came and met us. They gave her, they gave us her purse her jewelry with all the, you know, it had some blood on it and all this. Like, it was a lot. It was, Were you it scared? Was, I mean, did you know what was going on? Were you no, no idea. No, I, no idea at all. Um, I mean, my sister was there crying Right. Uh, my dad actually just moved closer to where we were living. So he was able to to stop by and grab her. Uh, our old neighbors were there. Like, they, I mean, we didn't, and, and some of her friends, like they just like, nobody knew like what to do. Um, but basically she, at the time she, she was basically unconscious for, I think it was maybe a week or two, maybe a little longer. Uh, but she was wow. there for a good couple months and, you know, unable to walk unable to talk, uh, you know, multiple, like, like internally decapitated, like, you know, double vision in her eyes. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and she, it's, wow. it's kind of hard for her cause now, you know, she's, you know, single parent. So now what, what is she going to do now? Um, and, and, and the drunk driver didn't have insurance. So, I mean, there's no, there's no, you know, not like it would have made it better, but there's no, it's like, there's not, there's no payday. You know, that's, I mean, that's it. They, You've been, it's almost like, okay, here, you've been downgraded, unfortunately. Um, but she, she's worked hard in physical therapy. She, she, you know, she, she, she made an appearance in court, made a victim statement. So she's, she's trying, she's, she's growing. She's trying to give her life a purpose now and speak about drunk driving a lot. Um, so that's, yeah, unfortunately that did happen. And, and I had to, and if, if I didn't have the flexibility to schedule shoots around me going to the hospital and seeing her, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, I mean, I was living at my house alone for like a month or two and my sister was to go like living with somebody else. Like I was just in an empty house. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. That's interesting, man. I mean, like, you know, do you find that, I mean, I'm pretty sure that pushes you to strive even further. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it most definitely does. It most definitely does. It's, it's a big motivator for sure because, like, I don't want to, like, after all that, you shouldn't be having to worry about making money and working and all that. Like, she, like, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty long story. Um, it's basically she, she's been determined to not be able to work 
but the amount she's getting compensated because of that is not a livable way, not a livable you know, monthly thing. So right. now you're in this position where like, okay, I can't work, but I can't live off this. So pretty tough, pretty tough. Yeah, that's that's um, a cast 22. That is, I mean, like how, how does one, you know, yeah. how does one, you know, uh, survive, you know, it's, it's a bad scenario. And unfortunately a lot of people go through these type of things. I mean, I had a friend, um, who, you know, his dad had a, you know, a bad back and, you know, he went through these things where he, he couldn't work for years. And so he, yeah. he, he was trying to get disability and things like that. And it took a while for that to happen. So for a while, he was just really just, you know, holding it down, as they say, yeah. it, it's, it's a wild thing. And, and, and irony, man, during this whole COVID thing, I had a buddy of mine um, who I knew for about seven years. He, uh, you know, I, I, you know, one night we were out and literally he was, you know, he was, you know, claustrophobic from sitting in the house. And like, I'm pretty sure many people are. And, uh, you know, he, when he got out, he was just so excited to go out because he was, you know, been in lockdown for yeah. so long. Yeah. And, you know, one night he decided to get into the wrong car, you know, to go, you know, hang out somewhere else. And, you know, yeah. that night the other guy was in, uh, was a little bit intoxicated and I guess they were, you know, probably driving fast, obviously. And, you know, yeah. you know, ran, hit a tree and the driver survived. And one of my buddies, he didn't July the 27th. He died this year. Literally. Yeah. It, that's uh that's unfortunately that's, that's the common story. Um, yeah. Yeah. The driver's living, you know, he's, yeah, because you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, they don't know what's going on. They're more relaxed and, you know, they just eventually, you know, physics, they just eventually just survive a lot of times, unfortunately. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's a crazy thing too, because it's like, if you think about it, it's like, it has to be kind of scary too, to be that person who's the driver knowing that, you know, you, you wake up back in the hospital, you're still alive, but now you found out you've, you, you fucked up and you made a, a wrong move. I mean, yeah. some lost their lives. And, and a lot of times to be honest, um, the craziest part of my whole mom story, uh, less than a month ago, he was let out of jail for a previous DUI. So this wow. is not, this is not his, like less than a month. This is not his first rodeo. And, and he actually just got out of jail. He, he served like one, maybe like one and a half years, which to ruin somebody's life, one and a half years. I mean, damn, he, I feel like he got a pretty good deal. Um, but then again, I mean, he's, got no money got no in, got no health insurance i mean i don't I'm, it, it's 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 a it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. i mean that, that's that's pretty cool i mean like i mean not pretty cool but that that's pretty wild that you know i mean do you think like things like you know when you've got guys like elon musk who you know are creating you know vehicles you know that are self-driving and you know these could possibly you know um prevent these type of situations from happening to others you know i mean if this technology was, you know, widely available and, and you know, affordable to most people. I mean, because people, you know, people shouldn't be driving if they're drunk. I mean, that's just obvious, but people do it. Well, I feel like it all, I feel like it all comes down to human nature and human decisions. I feel like no matter what kind of society we create or, or you know, what kind yeah, there's of, gonna be a, a, a yeah, there's always going to be a, there's always going to be, you, you, yeah, there's going to be a percentage of people who, no matter what, are going to find some way to be just fuck up. stupid. Yeah, so mess somebody's life up. Yeah, no, for sure. Or, yeah, I guess that's like you know that 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 is the thing in life that kind of you know makes us stronger, and then also makes us you know see different things in life is through our life's experiences. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty wild, you know. Um, so 
right now, I mean, you know, you've been, you've been through all this stuff, you know, with, you know, with your mom and this has all been a lot of, you know, uh, probably positive motivation for you to keep on, you know, doing what you love and, you know, probably maybe even, you know, as a young age, you know, just seeing these different trials and tribulations in your life just pushed you on to be, you know, hungry and resilient, you know? Um, and I think that's amazing, but like, have you, I mean, you mentioned to me earlier in private that you were like, you know, Hey, look, you know, um, some of the people you would like to work with would be like somebody like Kanye West. I mean, sorry, not Kanye West, uh, Jay-Z. Yeah. But, um, I mean, what I was going to ask is what about Kanye West? Is that somebody you would like to work with? I actually saw half of his podcast with Joe Rogan. What do you think about that? Um, it's hard to formulate a whole opinion because I didn't watch the whole thing. But from what I saw, I, I, I don't have an I don't have an opinion on him. I don't feel like it. I feel like some some way maybe he's not. I feel like his his brain is going super fast and he's just expressing a lot at mm-hmm. the same time that just to the common eye, to the common person who watches the media, they obviously they, they have bad opinions of him. Um, like, I, 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 he's, I, I, I would work for him. Some people do. You think he, some people, yeah, I mean, some people think he's crazy. I don't have an opinion on that. I think, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's no black and white answer. There's, there's, I, I feel like everybody's a little crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Everybody, we all get a little crazy. crazy. Yeah. We express ourselves differently. I, there's no black and white answer. I feel like, He's not, I feel like he's not crazy, but he's not, not crazy. I just think he's wild as shit, man. He just does wild yeah. shit. Yeah, you for know? sure. He doesn't care, yeah. man. He just says whatever, you know, he, he, some people are really emotional. They just say whatever's on their mind. You know, they don't think about it. They just say, you know, yeah. we're emotionally connected. We're other people more analytical where they think about things more analytically as far as, you know, what comes out of their mouth and how does that affect them, you know, um, uh, in the long run. I don't think Kanye West kind of thinks that he just says what he says. Which, if if putting it that way, then I'd hate to. His actual mind might be crazy. Like, what is he thinking? If this is what he's saying, you know. So, but yeah. I mean, is it drugs? I mean, is it is it is it you know is he smoking too much? I mean, what? what I mean, I feel like just once you hit that, people take it differently. Once you see that massive success, um, and it just. Why? I, I mean, I, I, it's hard to speak on somebody who I don't know personally. You know, so. We're just we're just talking and speculating, having a conversation. We have no idea. Yeah, I don't yeah. know Kanye personally. I mean, I, it all depends on the person he was before he got into the music industry. But I'm I'm sure you know, seeing a lot of stuff that he did, uh, you know, it it's definitely changed him in in, in some way, and, and definitely you know when when he when he's getting to that level where uh, your wife is who she is, making the amount of money, and you're you you're who you are, making the amount of money. You gotta, you gotta probably meet some, meet some odd characters at the very top who, who actually run things, you know. Yeah, so, and, and he's probably thinking that he's, he's seeing some stuff going on that maybe is true, or maybe he, he's, he's perceiving it a different way. Right. You, know? you can't mention it, and you know, it, once it gets to a certain level, there's certain things that you don't say and you don't yeah. recite that you've seen or, or you, you might have, you know, experienced in the, in the, in the industry per se. Yeah, you exactly. Know, um, you got to keep business going. So. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, and, he, you and know. that's probably why he's probably getting a lot of hate because I think a lot of it is he's trashing uh, how much these labels rip off these artists. I think that was a pretty big topic that he hit on. Um, and I feel like that's, that's, 
I feel like he's passionate and you can see the energy and that's why he talks the way he does. Cause he's, he's, he expresses, you know, how passionate he is with, with how he talks. Um, I mean, I think the, the label screwing people over has been going on since. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's going on forever for sure. I mean, who knows if you'll actually change it. I know he said he was, he was making steps to, towards that. I, I forgot specifically what he said, but. I mean, it's, it's pretty much, I mean, now these days you can build your own audience, you know, just oh, yeah. like you built your own audience, you know, yeah. as far as like, you know, and customers and things like that, you can, you know, you, you have the power with social media and YouTube and things like that, you know, um, to kind of change, you know, who, you know, as far as like brand awareness, like who, who you are and, you know, what you want to put out there to the world. I mean, you have control of that. And then how many followers and fans, you know, if you're just resilient, you keep on pushing and you, you know, sometimes think different or sometimes you might do something that everybody else is already doing, but you can do anything you want these days, man. I mean, you know, social media, YouTube, it's amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, on all different levels, doing anything you want. I mean, you can, you can appear as, as five different, completely different people online, you know, for sure. I mean, with the power of, with faking it till you're making it, you know, editing, all, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you can really be whoever you want nowadays, at least online. So. Yeah, man, that's totally it. I mean, I think, you know, when you got into, you know, I, I kind of wanted to get back on this, like uh, mm-hmm. about your career trajectory and things like that is, you know, when you first got into, you know, directing music videos and things like that, did you, I mean, was there a time where you just kind of doubted exactly that you could, you know, execute this in a way to, you know, you could be profitable because I know. Oh, you yeah. Could, oh you yeah, think? dude, dude. I, I, if, if I was talking to myself when I first started or even a year in and I told myself how much I'm charging now, like I would not believe it, especially, and it's mainly to do with the area. I, I didn't think I'd be able to do this in North Carolina for, you know, with, with at the level I'm doing it. I, I, I doubted it a lot. I didn't know if it was ever possible. Um, I definitely, I was thinking weddings was, was the easy route. Okay, boom, easy way to make a couple thousand every wedding, just book this certain amount, you know, it seemed pretty easy, but I didn't want to do it. I don't you like- You passionate about it. I don't, yeah, I don't like family stuff. I don't like doing family portraits because, you know, everyone's too picky. Everyone's grandma knows how to shoot better photos. The dogs aren't looking at the camera. <laughs> the baby's crying, like- don't want to deal with that music videos are just so that's why i'm so grateful because music videos are so freaking well you know they're they're easier they're more creative mm-hmm. you know the artist appreciates your feedback so it's not like i got people down my breathing down my neck like hey change this change that even though that does happen um but yeah i how, yeah, how, for do, you, sure. how do you deal with that like when you know when certain you know clientele reach out to you and they seem difficult or you know you know like when it comes to you know, uh, you re reshooting the you know, music video or if they don't like the edits and the cuts, how do you deal with all those? Well, there's, there's a few different ways. I mean, we, I do have something in place where basically, uh, you know, they receive the final edit after the, after the shoot. And if first, like, I, I, I usually get an idea of what they want before I start editing, but if I totally miss the mark some way, uh, if I, if I, if the edit isn't the vibe they're going for, or even if they have a smaller vision, I, I basically offer one entire free, free re-edit. Um, so any, any changes you want, put it in one message for me. So it's all in one place. Like don't text me every hour with a different revision. So I'm here at my desk all day. Don't do that. Um, and if, if, if you want any more changes, it's 50 bucks an hour for editing. However, as far as just 
difficult people in general. I actually had a situation uh, recently where a guy reached out to me from LA trying to organize a shoot for an artist in North Carolina. And he saw that I was basically the guy to go to and he came to me and um, basically one option we do, he, pay, he paid me a hundred bucks to, to get the treatment done uh, to kind of plan everything out. And then when he was, when, when to schedule the date, I said, okay, I need 50%. It sounds in like this case. <laughs> Sounds like a what? A Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. But he, he told me he had a four grand budget. He, he's told me all these ideas. He's like, hey, man, I want a crane. So I was talking to my guy in Atlanta. Hey, could you bring your crane up here? Because he, uh, you may know him, but he runs Kinship Studios. He's got a crane that goes on the back of his car. I said, okay, I need you up here. How much is it going to be? He was super ambitious. I swear. I swear. He, he, he must have been on some sort of drug. But um, not you the one I do. But you that Yeah. Yeah, but drugs. Yeah, and and he was just super ambitious. And and three days before the shoot, I still not have received a deposit besides that payment to get the treatment done. But that doesn't that doesn't lock in the date. Um, I needed two grand out of that four grand to lock in the date. And I'm basically talking on the phone with him, and he's just running in circles. Um, <laughs> he, he he would literally talk over me like for the whole sentence. Like I would start a t- I would start a sentence, and he's like he and he would be like, no, 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 look, 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 look. I'm like, dude, eventually, and, and here's a tip. If you're on the phone with somebody and you don't want to do business with them, don't tell them that. Tell them you'll call them back later. Because I told them I don't want to do business. Like, hey, I don't think it's going to work out. What do you think he's going to do? You think he's going to say, okay? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to try and get it done. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it. it I just, I, I told him, like, hey, you can keep the treatment you paid for, but, I mean, not going to work out and i've and i've had a decline i I think around four or five people in addition to him all at different times in the in my career um for multiple reasons but it's usually the the most difficult ones either had the lowest budgets or they just think they're the director which at that point why don't you just get a camera but why do you think like you know the lowest budget ones are giving you you know probably the most problems with that I would say, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I couldn't give you an exact reason, but it's just, it's very, it's a common theme. Usually people who want to pay the least at the most amount of re- revisions are the most pickiest. I guess they just want to make, they get the most for their dollar. Right. Um, but they just don't understand. They don't, res- I don't know if it's, they don't respect my value or they just don't want to spend it or they just want to, or they're just mischievous and they want to take advantage of everybody they meet which I mean, it's common in the music industry, but. Um, or maybe they just don't know what the quality is, you know. Maybe they don't know, but I, I feel like I, I put too much information out there for them not to know. And I, I'm talking on the phone with these people. Like, I'm telling you. So. Um, do you find that some people probably still just don't get it? I mean, a lot of people just don't get things. Well, I would say I haven't met a lot of, I haven't talked to a lot of people who don't get it. Usually they'll say if they don't want to pay it, which is fine. I mean, if you don't, if you don't want to pay as much as I'm charging, go to somebody else, fine, whatever. Um, so you're saying they, they, they get it, but they just don't want to get it or they just don't want to pay it. I would say, yeah, if they don't want to pay it, usually there's no issue. They don't try and convince me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas if they do, then, okay, why are you trying to pay me less, but you're trying to convince me to work with you? If it's so important that you work for me, you know, the, I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess they don't get it. I, that must be what it is. I don't know. But 
Yeah, no, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, my, my job is not to help everybody. So, I mean, it's phys- you, you physically cannot please everybody. Like, it's impossible. So, yeah, I mean, like, do you have like any, you know, Yelp ratings and things like that? You know, how do you, how do you, like, somebody go there? Maybe I should Google. I hope I don't, I, <laughs> I hope no one's giving me any bad Yelp ratings that I don't know about. I don't, you know, I don't really have any, like, I mean, I, I'm super, like, I'm super Instagram focused. Like, I even, I'm I, I have, I'm affiliate with a couple of, of of businesses. Like there's a there's an effects company called Cinepacks. If you've heard of them, and I'm partnering with them. Where are they located? Hmm? Where are they located? I haven't heard of them. Yeah, they're in LA. Um, but they they have high quality overlays assets, and they just actually started selling lens filters and etc. Um, but I partner with them, and like I said, I I don't do YouTube like that. I do mainly Instagram, and they said that they were surprised with with how everything's converting with me just being on Instagram as far as, you know, driving sales for them. Um, so Instagram has been my main thing. So I feel like as far as reviews and everything I, I put, I mean, that's Instagram's where you'll find all information. I, and I, I know I'm probably missing out on a big Facebook demographic or just in person stuff. Um, but I mean, I, I kind of like, I kind of like where I'm at. I mean, I, we're going to, I'm going to start running paid advertisements in, in November with my marketing team. So, you know, cool. What's your favorite cameras? Favorite cameras? I would definitely say I love I love the Sony Alpha series. Um, you know, people dog on Sony for the color. However, uh, I've kind of adjusted my picture profiles to where I like them. Uh, I like them because they're, they're they're super good for low light, which is is definitely a good advantage. Which you, when you don't know one hundred percent what situation you're going to, like if you got to shoot a a club video and the club only has like three lights on, you're going to need that low light ability. Um, but I, I, I love the Sony's. And then of course I, I love the red because the, the colors are so crispy. You know, they look so, they look so I know that's sounded probably cringy, but they look so good to me. So, um, and, and everybody knows red. I, I hate that I had to buy a red. Uh, How much is that red? Reds are expensive. How much do you pay for that? I, I paid a grand for the, for the, for the camera. Two batteries, uh, side handle, and all that, all that kind of stuff. It, How did that it's still, it's, that investment, like eight grand? Are you used to doing that? Because, like, you know, uh, I mean, the, I've I've only pretty much well, I made more, but the my two biggest investments is probably the red camera. That's probably the most I spent at one time, and then those tube lights, like I said, were five grand. So that's those are probably my biggest two things right there. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's pretty much a you know almost you know, an amazing story, how you came from Bojangles to buying eight grand cameras. <laughs> I mean, I, I try and be humble. I try not to flex, but I'll go ahead and say, I mean, yeah, yeah, I deserve it. I deserve it. I, I, I'll say that. Um, yeah. Not many kids are buying, you know, eight grand cameras. <laughs> hey man. Hey, I, I'm trying to, I, I'm Young trying man. to go ahead and reach that peak early. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get it done. I don't want to, I don't want to regret, you know, I, in my thirties, I want to be good. Good. You know, what do you mean? Do you want to retire when you're 30? Well, I at least want to be a millionaire by my 30s. Um, I don't know about retire, retire, but I mean, in the- where would you live if you're going to be a millionaire? Where would you live? Would you stay in North Carolina, or would you move somewhere else? Are you? I, I would definitely. I would definitely move. Um, I would be completely fine. I mean, super end goal. Let's say I'm 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 late 30s, maybe early 40s, uh, directing motion pictures, directing movies, and I just. Just live somewhere that I mean I, I don't mind living somewhere that looks visually pleasing. It's kind of out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if if I'm shooting movies, if I'm working on one project like every six months, I don't mind like f- you know flying out to wherever the shoot is. You know, 
that would be my ideal situation to have a, a few different businesses that I built up, you know, running with, with very little of my attention on it. And then me directing movies that I want to do that. That's, that'd be the super, super end goal. Sweet. So what would be some must haves that you would, you know, say as if you're starting off as a, a video production guy or, or, you know, in, in your, or your line of the field? Um, well, as far as must haves, uh, or, or something you suggest that somebody else who's just starting off or you gotta, you gotta put in that, you gotta put in the hours of, of learning how to make the most out of your camera. At least that's what I did. Hours that much stuff for YouTube, right? Or yeah, YouTube. I, I took advantage of me wanting not to leave the house. Okay. I just spent that time watching YouTube, you know, a- anything from, okay. Sony camera settings to composition, to lighting and, and it's not, it's obviously it's not as professional as maybe what you get out of a film school, but it gives you the basic concepts to be able to take it and go learn on the job from there. Like it gives you enough knowledge to do the job and then you learn on the job. Um, I feel like a lot of people are just, are, are scared to start something that's new to them, which I understand. I'm, I'm scared just to do some new stuff that I'm thinking about with my business. Um, what are you scared of? Well, Specifically, I would say just, um, well, you know, I mean, anything, anything that's, that's as far as investments or, or spending anything like that. Okay. Should I take the risk and spend this amount for, for ads or should I spend this amount or should I spend this amount of my time working on this? You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about a lot of stuff I got going on because I don't want to. How do you weigh out the decisions of which one is the one you should put your money to? Well, as far as when it, when it comes to investments, like when I made the red camera, like, uh, you know, a good hour or two looking at all my finances, right? Putting everything on the paper, figuring out every equation. Okay, if I buy this camera, this is how much money I have left. However, this bill's coming up, this and that. Uh, now I got a three-month emergency fund, do this and that. So it's, it's just a lot of figuring out the numbers and, and spending that time that people don't want to spend. And then evaluating the risk. Okay, uh, overall, if I spend this camera, if I buy this camera, I'll have, let's just say I have, you know, this amount of money to live off of, but it's given me the opportunity to make it right back with the camera. Um, so it's, I, I kind of trust my gut. I do research. Um, I, you know, I, I don't want to put myself in a position where I spend all my money and then, oh shit, life happened and I had a bad month and now rent's due. Um, and now I've got to try and sell some pieces of equipment super fast and make it back. Luckily, I've never been put in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know, I, I feel kind of, I feel kind of weird answering your question with, with no kind of concrete answer or concrete formula or concrete, you know, strategy. It's just really kind of been based off of making as smart as decisions as I can, not being dumb. I know, I know it sounds super basic. <laughs> I just, I just don't, I'm just trying not to be dumb. Um, right. So, so, I mean, like now that you're, you, you, you're in this, you know, position right now and you know um obviously you've managed you know not to as you say be dumb and uh, right and and keep going and and what i mean by that real quick i mean as far as being dumb like don't spend like even though even though i do have a pair of yeezys like don't spend four hundred dollars on shoes like don't buy that new tv that's like five inches bigger like don't do this that's that's what i mean by being dumb um, and right. I don't, like I said, I don't make a lot of personal purchases. Basically saying so. making, you know, dumb, dis, you know, dumb. Purchases. Yeah. 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 Not being responsible with your money. 
Exactly. Or your time, you know, you, you right. take a whole week off. Well, shit, you could have been, you could have been making money, you know? Right. So you pretty, you pretty much, you know, use that or, or take that whole Steve Jobs approach where you're staying hungry and foolish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I, every time, I mean, I, I still fall into the trap. I still have days where I'll hop on call of duty and I, and I look up and I've spent four hours on it. And I've been like, Oh shit. You're a gamer. Oh dude. <laughs> is that why you have the setup with the headphones and uh, yeah bro like call, I, it, call of duty gta 5 role play i mean uh, it's I, that's that's basically it i'm 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 very shooter shooter game heavy just because i love hitting those you know hitting those kill chains or getting those kill feeds you know quick scoping and all that all that bullshit i, I love it I, I love it but um it's it's a very big distraction for me however though so I'm trying to yeah that. games are games are, games can be distractions because life is a heavy game already. Survival. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. That's actually, that's, that's actually how I view my business sometimes as a game, you know, to try to make it more fun. You know, it's already my passion. You know, I gotta have it. If, if you're spending hours and, and you're stressing out about something, gotta make it fun, you know? So, but man, you're, you're a young kid. So like, what do you do for fun, man? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, uh, business man, but yeah, vi- video games. Uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> As far as fun, that's about it. Like I said, I'm trying to make my work as fun as it can be. And, you know, I, and that's where it comes. The reason I keep stressing being grateful is all of a sudden now that gives me a new sense of happiness. So I'm happy while I'm working. So it's, am I really ever working? I mean, you know, uh, you know, as far as doing remedial business tasks like taxes, of course you're working. That's bullshit. But, um, but you're doing basically something that you love. So since it's something that you love, you're passionate about that's, it. So it that's that's like- how I'm hacking it right there. Yeah, it doesn't feel like work. That's the ultimate yeah. hack right there. Yeah, I mean, that's a great thing to do what you love. I mean, not many people, you know, get that, you know, blessing to do so. Are you a religious man? Um, I was I was raised as a Christian uh, recently uh, when I was still living with my mom. She We went to Methodist Church. Um I'm still trying to figure that out myself. I'm definitely spiritual. Uh, I believe everything's connected. I believe, you know, we are the universe and the universe is us for sure. Uh, I believe in God. Um, I'm still, I, I meditate on it every day and I try and, I try and refine what I, you know, specifically what I believe. Um, but that's, that's my answer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. So, I mean, what do you believe in that you think that most people might think is, is different or weird? Um, I, I, let's see, <laughs> what do I believe in this? I, I'm still thinking it's in sense of religion, but I'm trying to think if there's anything, anything. that I can think of. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it's weird, but I, I definitely believe, I mean, any, like anything you, like anything you want is possible. Like when people ask me, Noah, like, how do I raise my prices? How are you charging what you're charging? How do I do what you do? How do I stop doing these simple vi- music videos and do something with a story? I, I just, short, short answer. I tell them like, there's literally like the sounds cliche. Mm-hmm. It's literally no limit. Like whatever you think, whatever you see yourself doing and think yourself doing, uh, like, let's say, let's say you're a little kid and you're trying to figure out what you want to do in life. Or let's just say you're, you're a young adult. Okay. I want to be in this position in this company, but I don't think I could be CEO. Well, you're, where, where are you going to end up? You're probably going to end up in that position. Whereas if you, if you turn, if you take away all the limits, take away your thinking, uh, shit, anything, anything you want, any amount of money, and there's limited, unlimited money out there, unlimited opportunities. Um, 
you know, and, and tons of people give up every single day and it just makes your chances even better. Um, so I would say there's, there's, there's no limits. I, some people would disagree. Some people would say, you know, oh yeah, we live in this society. You, you're you, the man, you know, you're not allowed to get this far. You're not allowed to make this amount of money without selling your soul or this or that or that or this. I feel like there's no limits. Um, and I'm just now starting to go heavy. Like, like I said, that's why I'm, I'm taking time out every day to kind of really vision myself where I'm at. Um, because I know what, well, I mean, whatever I want, I can get as, you know, it's, it's not easy for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, what that's pretty saying. cool, man. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, um, again, like I was talking to you earlier, don't have that resilience, you know, mm-hmm. to go further, um, that like you have, you know, and I think that makes, you know, you different in, in that whole perspective. Um, you know, that's just pretty crazy. And you were talking also as well that, you know, um, about kind of religion and things like that. I mean, do you believe, you know, and, you know, and other lives forms, you know, in the universe or, you know, or, or what's your belief about that? Um, I, I've definitely thought about the whole concept of, well, like, like I said, I, I do believe everything's connected, you know, energy, you know, your thoughts and, and physical and, and, and physical things, it's they're all connected. That's that's what I believe. So as far you as even like manifestation and stuff like that. Oh yeah, one two hundred two hundred percent. Um. So I just I just forgot the question. Yeah, I mean, I think what I was asking was like, you know, um, do you believe in other you know life forms? Oh, other I, oh other life forms, other life forms. Like aliens, aliens. You know, anything else? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I do. I ghost? I'm. What is, I, What's I'm still confused about how big the universe is, man. Like how, like you see all these diagrams and all these graphs, like, okay, here's our galaxy. And then all of a sudden there's like this many galaxies and okay. Okay. Well, well, when we zoom out, where, where is like, what's, what's after we zoom right. out? Where do we, like, are there, it, mm-hmm. yeah. So is it, is it just endless? Is it, do you hit the, do you hit, is there a, there's no border. I, I don't, I don't think there's a border on the universe. Like when you hit a certain spot, does it just take you back to here and you just keep, you know, um, I, I have no idea. And when I really think about how big everything is, like it almost makes me freak out a little bit. Like, damn. Right. You get anxiety. Like, yeah. We're just algae on, on a rock right now. Really? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we, we have no idea about how big the universe is yeah. and we kind of stand within that. And I think it's humbling when you get on an airplane, it is this weird feeling. I've never been on an airplane before, so I can't relate. Well, once you get on the airplane, you <laughs> I mean, I can okay. imagine how astronauts feel when they're looking down, but you, you just feel like so humbled. You're like, man, we don't, how much do we matter? You know? Shit. I mean, that's, I guess that's all up to you and your, your life view as far as how much you matter. I, right. I believe the same thing as you say. I, I feel like the purpose of life is, is growth in general, whether that's like a, a weed growing into like a, a big, you know, whatever prehistorical sized plant. Mm-hmm. Or, it's, or it's us growing mentally. I, I, I agree with 100% when you said that. Um, so do you believe like in reincarnation, stuff like that? Um, you think you come back multiple times to learn lessons? I don't know, but I will say this. Were you a plant feel, before? <laughs> <laughs> to be, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, when you die, you decompose, you return back to the earth and, and, and something else. They're recycled. Yeah, I mean, I've... I feel like there's definitely, I, I feel like it's not as, as explicit as people really think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not as you die and, and you get born and you're just baby now. I don't think it's that explicit, but I feel like in some sense, yeah, it, everybody you see has probably already been here before in some sort of material or some sort of form or, you know, awesome. we don't know. 
Yeah, we have... you probably wouldn't even remember, right? No, we. Because no. if you remembered, like you'd be still holding on to the previous. Yeah, and it's, and you know he would have been freaking out if shit if if I, <laughs> yo know, if if yeah if if I came out the womb and all of a sudden I was just I, I, last thing I remember was being in a retirement home I'd be a little confused so you know, <laughs> but um yeah that's kind of hilarious but yeah man I mean I think it's pretty cool having you on here man just kind of just you know talking and chatting up man I mean you know um this is kind of going to be like some of the kickoff um for the podcast and then okay. I'm going to be marketing it pretty heavy. And then just getting some people on there, but just first having these really good conversations and uh, seeing where they go and having fun. But uh, this isn't kind of my first rodeo doing this, but this is probably my first rodeo of me actually being on the camera myself. Normally I'm just handling all the business. Okay. You know? So okay. this time I was like, you know what? This is COVID shit. You know, people always tell me I should just fucking talk. So it's yeah, like- I mean, the best time to do something is, is right now. So I'm, 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 I'm glad you got it started. I'm, I feel honored that I'm, I'm a part of it. So I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you got to have fun with it. You know, if you're not, oh, having- like I said, you, yeah, you, you got to have fun. With it. You know that that's the motto of, of, of like everything is like, you got to have fun doing it. You got to do what you love. Life is, life is definitely what you make it. You're never going to stop working. So go ahead and, and start to make the work fun because it's not going to stop no matter. I mean, Maybe not specifically this example, but someone similar to Jeff Bezos, like he's 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 probably still putting in work. Well, someone below him, you know. So no matter how successful successful you are, you're still going to be putting in work. So go ahead and make it fun for sure. Nah, totally. But yeah, Noah, man, I'd like to you know thank you for coming on and talking to me and having that chat. You know, hopefully we'll come back and you know touch base again a little later on and see where you're at, man. Maybe you're Get at a little update. Point. Yeah, one year point. Maybe you got your billion dollars, man. Maybe I'm coming at your house, and you know. You 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 got the new Playboy Mansion going on there. Hey hey don't hey private invite private invite don't there you go exclusive. You know I've met you know I've had the pleasure to meet you know a bunch of cool ass people randomly in life, like doing random shit like literally like you know when I was first coming out to LA and 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 just you know doing shit like I remember I I took a you know one of my first odd jobs you know I was working in you know the fucking mall like years ago and mm-hmm. like tiger used to come through the mall hmm. and you know, he kind of used to hang out with, there was one guy who he used to hang out with kind of looked like you. Um, he had glasses on. Yeah. We all look like, I get it. Okay. No, nah, nah, this dude, <laughs> this dude had glasses on like you and the hairstyle. And then there was another dude that was like really skinny guy yeah. and they were just walking there and he didn't, I mean, tiger, it seemed like he believed he was, you know, a rapper rapper you know he he looked like he was already he he, he walked around with the attitude like he yeah, you've got to live in your goals you've got to if you want abundance you got to start living in it before you get it that's how that's how like i said i believe in all that manifestation stuff so i mean that's 100 percent how you do it no nah, totally man it's totally crazy and then i i know one time when i first moved to silicon valley i literally um you know i was doing a startup and um i took a part-time job and i literally this guy came in and he said, hey, my phone dropped. And I was like, all right, cool. Fuck is this guy? And he's like, nah, I'm going to be famous. You're going to know my name. Seriously. I said, oh, okay, cool. Fuck, weird, dude. Yeah. He's like, nah, nah, nah. You know, look me up on Instagram. I was like, all right. And he brought like, he had this entourage of like seven or eight people. And he's like, I was like, all right, cool. We got a lot of followers. All right, cool, whatever. So we're just, you know, talking business and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, man, where'd you lose your phone, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, man, I'm, you know, um, I'm a blow up within a year or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. And his name was logic. 
Oh, dang. And so I followed like his little, his, his other buddy, another like Hindu dude. And then, uh, 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 and some of his other producers and stuff like that. And uh, it was really cool. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to follow him and see what he's doing. And, uh, you know, fast forward from there, probably like a year or two later when I was working for another big company, because I took a break from, you know, working in the entertainment industry. I just wanted to kind of get away yeah. and re just just refresh, you know, and think of, and do something different. I didn't want to think about it anymore at that point. I just wanted to switch it up. Um, and... I ran into this guy um, at this big tech thing um, that um, I was working with um, and some other investors and, and companies, things like that. And uh, they were talking about growth hacking and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy, you know, he was really tall, had slick black hair and he kind of, I don't know, he was talking about growth and how you can get, you know, um, traction and things like that by, you know, kind of hustling, you know, and doing things that don't scale and things like that. And, uh, really just about building your brand and, you know, gave him the actual, um, microphone and, you know, I said, Hey man, you know, go. And he said, yeah, but, you know, my name's G easy. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's cool. That's what I didn't, up. I was like, I was like, literally this fucking dude's not going to make it anywhere. Like, <laughs> oh, for real? I mean, literally at the point in time, like he had good management behind him. But the only reason why I literally thought that at the point, because like when I gave him the mic, he was, it seemed like he was fresh to it or he was nervous or maybe he was busy or he was going to do something, but he wasn't big at the time. And, you know, this was probably like five years ago. And he was just like, he just kept on saying, you know, you know, I mean, he said, you know, like 12 times. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, I don't know, you know, but I, I don't, <laughs> I just don't, man, like, but it was funny, man. But, you know, I mean, years later. So what he did, like a little freestyle for you? No, nah, he was just like, you know, no, he was just like, you know, he was talking about like how the conference was going and, you know, how, and he was talking about how to build a following, you know, oh, okay. um, as a rapper and, you know, locally and, and, you know, he represented the Oakland area, which, you know, is the area he was raised from. And this was in San Francisco. Um, mm-hmm. And he was just talking about that, but he wasn't, he wasn't G easy. Yeah. You know, about a year later, he became G easy that we know now, but I just always think it was really interesting about how that, you know, See, I'm super, I wouldn't say I'm super jealous, but I'm like, that's, that's crazy. Because like, and when people ask me this biggest person I work with, like, I'm, I'm not meeting anybody like that out here. Like what? Like, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty cool though. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've, I've met and worked with some people doing crazy stuff and cool stuff and just these amazing moments and these things that you wouldn't believe and see. And it's just like, it's weird yeah. because you see some people who started off zero and then they mm. became something, um, you know, eventually. And, you know, some of them, they became big social media stars that you worked with previously. Some yeah. became celebrities. Some were already celebrities, you know. I mean, you know, I've sat in, you know, studios with, you know, Exhibit, you know, Snoop Dogg, all kinds of stuff like that. And, you know, red carpets and things like that. And, you know, Paris Hilton, you name it. And it's always a humbling experience, you know. And I think it's just always that there's that cool moment of like, holy shit, you know, I'm here, you know, the do you jer- see a common, do you see a common factor or, or anything between a lot of these, uh, these people that end up quote unquote making it to you? I do. I mean, one thing that I've kind of seen is there's been this resilience and this belief, 
And it's kind of tags into so what you were talking about earlier is how you just believed in yourself and they, you know, they visualized it and they walked it. Yeah. They walked in, you know, this belief that they were already there. You know, even if they weren't, if it wasn't exactly relevant. And and on into their into their into their um, you know, um, I guess on on their defense, you know, maybe in their mind, or maybe they were doing some little stuff at that time, but I think it wasn't just in the masses. Like everybody didn't know them. You know what I mean? It wasn't, you know, yeah. There was no Kylie Jenner that was dating Tiger at the time. You know, Logic didn't have all the money he had. I mean, he was coming in stores himself, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Talking to you, giving you your social security card, you know, and, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. You know, it's just like you wouldn't do that if you're already big, right? Yeah. I never heard of him before. It's like, all right, you know, he had some followers. Okay, he has a little following. Okay, he might do something. Shoot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, you just don't ever know. You don't know what anybody else is going to do. And I think like, even when I was doing stuff in the industry, like there was even just, you know, people even doubted, you know, um, what we were doing when we had created the brand Move Faces, um, you know, we would stand next to big publications and they would kind of laugh at first. And then as they do. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually they, they came around, you know, but it's easier said than done. But like I said, I mean, I've, I mean, if I literally had to think about all the wild moments and the random people and things that I've met. And I remember one time, uh, you know, we got to this point where we were, um, Jamie Fox, we did like his birthday party with him and stuff like that. And he was just really humble. I mean, he came out, you know, and he was just like, Hey man, you know, do you, you know, you know, you guys want anything to eat and stuff like that. I mean, you know, he paid us because he wanted us to do this whole, like, you know, um, birthday party thing and we went out with a night with him and stuff like that for you know one of his friends and stuff like that but it was really cool hmm. but you know he was humble in the fact to where he you know i think he had experienced that he ran through a lot of people who had came up that you know you may have not you know known that they would actually be that so i think he looked at things at this perspective like hey look you know i've been in a lifetime where you know there was these guys in a party and they were like yo we got this cool music and hey we're yeah. the tunes you know, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. dude over here is just talking about something random. Hey, this is Kanye West. You know, I mean, when you go through those type of experiences, you kind of, you kind of, it humbles you in ways, right? To some yeah, because then, because then, you know, anybody could be in any position in the future. So, you, you know, you got to treat the janitor like the CEO for sure. That is 100. And I think that's the biggest point. And that's what I've actually seen is that you don't know what somebody's going to do, no matter what age or, you know, demographic, whatever it may be. Um, and no, they all don't look alike, but you know, it's, everybody's different and unique in their own way. And really mm-hmm. what matters is, you know, their energy, you know, their presence, their resilience, and everybody's unique in that. And I think that matters, you know, and, and deep down, I feel like everyone, every, I mean, everyone is, um, of course, everyone's human, but everyone everyone feels the same way you know everyone else does like you know a lot of these uh you know the the well-known hustlers or the well-known successful people shit they're just as scared as as we are running our business for, I, I, you know I've, i listened to a few podcasts with you know million dollar uh you know business owners who shit he's he's every day he's scared you know a, a guy named uh my guy just put me on to andy frisella Mm-hmm. I was listening to his podcast. He he said he's he's scared as shit every day that that stuff may not work out or stuff may go another way. But you've got to utilize that fear to um to, to make it a weapon for sure. Right. But yeah, but, every, everyone has the same same thoughts you do for sure. 
Yeah, but I would say, like I said, man, over and all, the, the common pattern that I've said that I've that I've seen personally is this resilience, this resilience and and, and self belief. You know, believing that you can do anything and that you will do anything. But you know, you know, I wouldn't even say that some people don't they, they need excuse me um, self awareness because sometimes not having self awareness one hundred you know one hundred percent sometimes can just cause you to do things fairlessly. Cause sometimes having too much, oh, yeah, just, just blatant ignorance, just straight up, just doing whatever you want for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can just, you know, um, eventually just, you know, uh, land up wherever you, you know, you might not even thought of, or you just, you know, ignorantly just believed in yourself, you know, without any cause or passionately, not necessarily ignorantly, but, um, yeah, I think w- w- there was this one kid that I was in school with in LA and he was working with, uh, he had stopped school. He would never come to class. <laughs> Sounds um, like me. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was working with this guy and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm working with this guy, Riff Raff. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm his, uh, he was like, I'm his, um, hype man. You know, we go on tour and stuff. <laughs> he said, I'm about to quit school. I was put like, that, what? Put that on your resume. Hype man. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. no, he, he was like, you know, he's, he's Riff Raff's, you know, hype man. So he yeah. was going on tour with him and stuff like that. And he quit school, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess he was there to figure out what he wanted to do with his life. And he found it. That's how it goes, man. That's yeah, man. I mean, a lot of that stuff sometimes just, sometimes it just happens. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think if you just... And that's why I'm kind of waiting to see, like, as far as the whole move thing. And, you know, some may happen. I'm not planning for it. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. Totally. But yeah, Noah Crawford, man. It's really good talking to you, man. Um, I hope to speak to you again. Congratulations on your success so far. I think you're going to go further, man. Just keep on pushing, man. I appreciate it a lot, man. It means a lot. I'm, I'm glad I could help, help help you start this and, and, and help, you know, hopefully give some value to, to people who are watching as much as I can. That's, that's what I try and do every single day, you know, real life and social media. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm very grateful. Thanks for letting me on. And, uh, and I am definitely excited to share this and, and send it around, man. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Much love to your mom, man. Shout out for that, man. Good luck on that one. And, uh, definitely blessings that way, man. So Take care, man. Let's keep up and stay in touch, man. You, I'll send you over my instant things like that. Okay, sounds good. I appreciate it. Good night, bro. Good night. Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's partner plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash 
in right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. See website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc.